Hey, thanks for joining us today on the podcast. How holy are you? You know, probably a lot of times when we wake up in the morning and we look in the mirror, we start our day out, we go through our day, and we we find ourselves throughout the day realizing just how holy we are not. Not when it comes to practical things, not when it comes to walking and working out this holiness that God has given to us by virtue of our union with him. But nonetheless, we stand before God completely and perfectly holy in union with him. He has shared his holiness with us. Again, as we closed yesterday, we were talking about the fact that holiness still has to do with proximity to the and nearness to the presence of God. Well, you and I now are the dwelling place of God. We are now his holy temple. We are now his holy of holies. By virtue of that fact, therefore, the holiest place on the planet is my soul and yours, where Christ dwells. We are the holy of holies. And everywhere we walk, we are carrying the mighty, majestic, and glorious presence of Jesus with us, his holy presence. So we're going to continue looking at again at this subject, at how holy are you? And find out what the scripture has to say, not only from a positional standpoint of where we stand in relationship and union with God, but then from a practical standpoint as well. And then he takes up residence in a perfect place, a perfect dwelling place. And because of his presence in us, we are now what? Holy. You're holy. I'm holy. Perfectly holy before him. He takes up residence and union within us. And Jesus, by us becoming one with him, in a way that we, we can't grasp, but it's hard for us to wrap our minds with, we're with him right now at the right hand of the Father. We're seated in Christ in heavenly realms, Paul says. He is in us here, present right now. Everywhere you walk, you are the tabernacle carrying the holy presence of God. Every, every place the sole of your foot sets is holy ground. Because he's in you. When people come near to you, they are coming near a perfectly holy person. They're coming near to a person who has the very presence of the holiest being in all of creation within them. And you're one with him. He has shared his holiness with you. And he's declared you to be holy. He's designated me and you to be holy. And he doesn't ask us to be something that we are not and can't ever become. So when you begin to think about it like that, you, just like we've talked about before, the seed of God's presence, his presence is within you. Your spirit, God's spirit are now one spirit together. You are perfectly holy, perfectly holy. That happened at the moment of your new birth. The moment. When you say, well, what about growth? Do I grow in my experience of that? Yes, you do. But guess what? After you've walked with God 80 years, you're no more holy then than you were on day one. But your experience of that reality, 
is greater in degrees, isn't it? But you haven't become more holy than you were here as a babe. You're still just as holy. But now your experience of what you are and who you are has become in greater degrees. And here's, the, here's something else that you find. The greater your experience of God's holiness in your life, the more you become aware of the need for his holiness in your life. Because light, when it shines, it always exposes hidden things. And there are things that as we grow in the Lord, attitudes, dispositions, things that back here weren't even shown to us that we had an issue with. But the greater we grow and the more we, be, we are growing in Christ and, and we're becoming more experientially uh, holy, as it were, and experiencing the holiness of God, greater light shine in my life. I'm like, oh my goodness, look at this thing in my life. I hate it. I want it in my life. I, I want to see the Lord remove this from my life. Take it out. We become a great, more greatly aware of our need for his holiness and him sharing that holiness with us. Will a life of good works flow from a person who has been declared by God, designated by God as holy? Will they flow from him? Yeah. Good works, that's the natural outflow of a person who's holy. They're going to be holy people. This is, remember, when we read that passage at the beginning, Peter's talking about their conduct, and then he quotes from Leviticus. He says, you shall be holy, for I am holy. He's not saying, Peter, write to these people and tell them, be holy and try to be like me. No, you shall be, because I, the one who am holy, am in you. You're going to be holy because I am. You're going to act in a way that is like my son because you're in him and he's in you. You shall be holy for I am holy. We are not, as one writer said, the active doers, but we are the faithful recipients of the gift of holiness. We are the faithful recipients of the gift of holiness. It is a gift of grace. And boy, oh boy. I know. That's mind-blowing. And to think that every time I look in the mirror, knowing my own life, knowing my own heart, knowing my junk, crap that's in my life, and I'm sure you as well, it's hard to imagine that you're looking at the reflection of a perfectly holy person in Christ. Someone who stands before God pure and pristine, justified, and sanctified completely through the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's a lifetime of working that out, that reality out from the inside out into our character and our conduct. And we're going to finish this message up tomorrow, Lord willing. I pray that the mighty love of Jesus Christ would fill your life to overflowing today.